Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Joining us in studio from Film Study Baltimore, here's Kim McCusick. Now we're going to look ahead before we get out of here to uh, charges, but let's take a step back. Well, this is actually looking ahead as well. Andrews is down, likely becomes the primary. Uh, do we expect to see anything from Kolar as well? I think he'll definitely be on the field for more snaps, uh, probably a few more blocking opportunities. He's had a fair amount of that as a percentage of his total uh, time on the field so far. We'll probably see Vocal, like I would think, as a practice squad elevation before they have to make a decision on him. They get about three weeks of free activations. They haven't used any of those, of course. And I think it's possible they'll re-sign uh, Tomlinson. They let him go a couple weeks ago, so he might be a guy they bring back. Hmm. What about... God... Our, our defensive standouts here, I mean, you, you can't ignore guys like like Clowney and Oway, who, who I think is really, I, I think Oway may be the biggest pleasant surprise because I think a lot of people thought he was going to be a bust, and now he's not, and I think he's really, you know, quietly proven to be worthwhile. I, th- I think he honestly right now is the best of their three pass rushers, and that's saying a lot because because Van Noy and Clowney having big years, Clowney's providing both the uh, first pressures and the cleanup pressures. Oway's doing some of the same. Would like to see O.A. cut the penalties. I left him out of my uh, uh, MVPs this week just because of that. But the two guys who really jumped off the page at me, um, Ronald Darby targeted four times with three yeah. passes defense, mm-hmm. and they were huge. And uh, uh, you know, Stevens having another good game, uh, Chase with, held to only 12 yards, and only two of that was against Stevens in terms of uh, the completion in the end zone right by that pylon. So one of the things you and I were talking about during the commercial break is how the Ravens did against Burrow before he got hurt, and then obviously against Browning, where it's like, hey, you're going to go after him and see if he can make any plays. What did you think overall about how the Ravens' defense in the first half, for the most part, looked against Burrow and then the rest of the game? Yeah, I I thought they were outstanding, really. Uh, Most of the, when I say most, about 25% of the uh, Bengals' yards came in that last garbage time drive. I wouldn't be concerned about that at all uh, in terms of how how it played out. Uh, earlier than that, I thought they forced Burrow for, I guess it's the fifth consecutive game, to play small ball against them, where by playing two deep safeties or at least threatening to do that, uh, Burrow has greatly reduced arm strength relative to a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL, and he, mm-hmm. more than more than others, really wants to go to the outside and go short under those situations. I got One stat on that line is that Joe Burrow, oh, let's go with all Bengals quarterbacks together, are 2 of 12 throwing 15-plus yards this year against the Ravens with a passer rating of 6.25. Now, can, can I follow that up? So, like, the defense, do you think it was designed um, 
for how they were getting gashed with the run that the, it's like, hey, we're daring you to run the football. Because that's how I felt in the beginning, but I heard other people talking about the the run game saying, oh, they're, they've been getting gashed for weeks. But I thought this was more of the strategy. What did you see? Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're right on the money. It's a, it's a it's a stylistic choice to playing defense. And, and the big thing is, uh, if you look at the, the Ravens' historic yards per pass play allowed, they're at 4.18 in 2023. Their previous best in team history is 4.62. Uh, this would be an, just an unbelievable season. I'd have wow. to go back and see how long it's been. Those are rushing averages. Rushing is 4.5. No, I'm just saying that's that's like you get four point something. That's good rushing. That's not good passing. Yes, you know what good, I mean? good point. Yeah. <laughs> and and you'll give up 4.5 yards per rush. Right. Playing two deep safeties to 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 uh, cut your your uh, sorry average yards per pass to 4.18. Just as a comparison, the 1999 team was 4.62. The 2000 team 5.32. So I mean, there when you're a yard. 0.14 better than the 2000 Ravens defense at anything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Uh, here with Ken McCusick from Study Baltimore. Uh, let's go up to the offense. Lamar Jackson uh, had a passer rating of 121.3 in this one. No turnovers, uh, 264 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, natural no turnovers. I'm just, it's just something else to see the evolution of him as a quarterback. You know, he's a phenomenal athlete. We know that. He's a football player. But it's just it's enjoying to watch the evolution of him as a passer. Yeah, uh, he's he's been terrific, been good from the pocket this year. He's been good when he's had to get out of the pocket. Uh, this was a game where he had some extended plays, and it's nice to see. And I am I hope they're able to maintain their effectiveness on extended plays where Watson uh, – i sorry, Watson uh, – Andrews had been the target uh, frequently. But there's a there's now that may have to be a point of coaching in the coming weeks right. with Andrews out is do, how do they get extended plays to work now? And Aguilar and Bateman each had one. Um, you know, they, they, Aguilar a couple weeks ago in the end zone, Bateman coming back for the touchdown in this game. Uh, I, I I just see as that is still something that's not tapped. Lamar, by the way, three point five eight seconds time to throw this week. What by far um, his highest in 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 some time and did that's really with Ronnie job. Stanley out. Yeah. So a lot of that is a lot of that is there is pressure developing that forces him from the pocket, and then you get the runaround game, and that can really lead to some extended plays. Yeah. What about the uh, the future of the secondary? Like Marcus Williams with his his injury that looked like he couldn't; he was playing one handed. Now he actually has some like aggressive pass defenses, things like that. How does it shape up in the secondary? So so let's start with with Williams because I thought he he had one of the really good comeback games and I was one of the people like you who who were on the side of he can't go out on the field like this he, we can't we can't have a safety who can't tackle it's it's part of the job description yeah um, but uh, he he looked good in terms of trying to wrap up in this last game he's still throwing his shoulder around a little bit I'm not saying he's 100 percent as a tackler not by any stretch but but he looked pretty good uh, the guy who who his stock uh, quotation is down right now is Yasin who went in for. One snap in the second half, uh, gave up the pass interference penalty, and then came out again. So if you look at the plays, you know mm-hmm. it's basically Darby, 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 Darby. Yasin is in for this play, and then he's out the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's he's not in a good place right now. And and Darby having the fantastic game obviously is in. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Relative sense taking playing time, probably. We were kind of focused on, you know, defense and some of the things offensively. What did you see from the Ravens uh, against this Bengals team, especially in the second half? Because I love that they went back to the run game. Yeah, it's 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 good to good to see that they were. This is the game, right? They were down about thirty yards in the third quarter, and they turned it on. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, big run by Edwards, big run by Mitchell, and uh, and all of a sudden they had a hundred and fifty yard game, and that's uh, that's nice to see. The Ravens have been very good at running the football when everybody knows it's coming this year. It's one of the like hidden value of Gus Edwards' year in a year where he's not up to his normal yards per carry level. Is they're running out of eleven most of the time. And and he's doing it, um, uh, you know, right into the teeth of defenses that know that know that it's coming. Yeah, I mean, it, you look at the Ravens and what they've done so far this year on uh, uh, defense, and, and and the offense is starting to come around now. They're becoming more of a complete team, um, and that's important, especially the National Football League. You talked a little bit earlier about your MVPs. Who were some of your MVPs from this game? Um, well, on defense, it was uh, it was three defensive backs. Marcus Williams was number three, and Stevens number two, and Darby number one because mm-hmm. he had a big a big game. In terms of the offense, I liked Edwards. I liked um, uh, the combination of Zeitler and Linderbaum was excellent. They okay. were the, they were the highest two rated offensive linemen, and then Jackson, of course, was my number one. What do you think of um, OBJ's performance? I kind of felt bad. I felt bad this whole season. I feel people were dumping on him. I, I think he kind of stepped up in that game. No, terrific game for 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 OBJ, and honestly, probably should have had him on my MVP list too. He caught four balls, so it was a little bit of a of a, uh, a concentration effect. But the people who thought OBJ was going to have a lot of yards this year are going to get a big boost over these next few weeks with Andrews out because yeah. they need yeah. to take advantage of the middle of the field. They're going to need to go to slant passes from OBJ. They're going to do a lot more with their speed options. But uh, you know, the problem with the Ravens with the Ravens at the beginning of the year was they didn't have enough field stretching players to really take advantage of the middle of the field as you would hope they would. And now I think um, they, they'll probably use Flowers more in that uh, respect, and they'll probably also use Bateman a little more in that respect. We've seen that three targets for him deep the last couple of weeks, which has been good to see. And uh, 
Uh, you know, the trust is coming back with Bateman, so hopefully Lamar will will throw a little bit more on target on these deep throws, and and he just missed this last week with the tip by Cam Taylor Britt. Let me let me ask you uh, about next week because you face the Chargers. I'm I'm interested in your thoughts on just going to play a team like this who just chargered at their best in Green Bay. <laughs> uh, they had a wide open touchdown that uh, Quentin Johnson dropped. Um, They've invented ways to lose. It's it's amazing, and for the first time in a long time, we've seen Brandon Staley get really upset post game because he knows his head's on the chopping block. So he started pointing fingers at the other players. This is a game you're supposed to win against a team like this. What do you think? Let's, let's start with Staley for a second because I thought that was one of the most interesting interviews to watch in a, coaching interviews in a long time. And you know, twice a season, four times a season, you probably get a head coach just explode in, on the on the on the podium and whatnot. Uh, he, yeah, the Ravens have good PR people who've always instructed their guys well on podium comportment. And in particular, the head coach and the quarterbacks need to be very good at it because they're there all the time. And one thing head coaches can't do is go up to the podium, have the first thing to say, we lost, I take full responsibility for it. And by the way, the players and the execution sucked and my game plan is great. And, th- and that's exactly what Staley did. That's what did. he did. That's yeah. exactly what he, he did. did. <laughs> he went five minutes of that exactly time. what he did. Crap all in. It's really funny to watch. So uh, I thought to myself, he just lost the locker room. Yeah. Honestly, as he was talking, like the more words he said, the more he was just continuing yeah. to nail that 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 grave, uh, put a nail in the tombstone there. Yeah. He very much uh a, a a case where, you know, the other the other thing was really bad about it was he said, I'm still gonna be calling the defensive plays. So you don't need to ask me that question Ever, again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't even have a job. He should be out of that job yeah. last year. Cannot Stand him, and this just confirmed it. He just—he yeah. was such a douchebag at the podium with this. I, I give the reporter credit because he said you have. Well, I, you don't determine what questions I ask with mm-hmm. my response because very polite to them, except when they get nasty. And that's just—he was just a jerk, just a jerk. Kim McCusick joins us from StudyBaltimore.com. Can you see what you see from the charges? What do they do that kind of? Uh, uh, worries you for the Ravens are concerned. Always concerned about Khalil Mack. Always concerned about a, you know a, a set of pass rushers. Now, uh, I haven't heard anything definitive about Joey Bosa missing this next game, but the cart was on the field, taking him off, and he was he, crying. That's yeah. a combination. Yeah. That usually, it didn't look good. Yeah, it, it so, did not look good. But I mean, just as a t- with that team in general, with, I know we keep talking about them, but I'm just curious. We've talked about Staley and this and the Bosa's. It seems like they're talented on paper. Is it Staley or is it just the combination of things? I'm biased. I cannot stand him. But the coach before Staley, too, remember? Yes. But he was terrible. I thought he was bad, too. Yeah, they all were. Yeah. Staley, though, you know, I'm going to go. It's fourth and two for my own 17. I'm going to go for it. It's like, what are you doing? But anyway, I just I think it's time for a change out there. Staley, you know, had a chance to be one of the great young coaches, installed at an early age, probably as much of the forefront with the analytics guys as you can be. And that's fourth, you know, go fourth and two at your own 17, going for it kind of thing. That's a Staley move. And, uh, uh, you know, the the math would probably tell you it's it's the correct play. And if you're the the lesser or equivalent team, it's probably the correct play to do it even more. But uh, yeah, I can I can see the fr- frustration, and obviously it makes you a lightning rod whenever you do that. When you're different from everybody else in terms of how you do things, better be successful. My, at it. my mm-hmm. problem with them haven't been so much, and you know, like I, I appreciate the analytics and what they're telling you, the percentages of what you're going to get. I think it's just presenting an option to you and giving you the math and saying which way you want to go. And I think it's up to every coach to kind of decide in the moment, like how's our defense playing, how's our offense playing, is this mm-hmm. something that we can afford 
like you always I always look at things from a negative standpoint. If I don't get it, what do I do? Okay, so that's that's how I always look at things. Now, with him, I've had more problems with the plays that he's called when he went for it than actually going for it. But it doesn't matter. They charge her all the time. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's actually become a term now where it's like, how are they going to lose this game? It seems like it happens more times than not with them. And I know when you talked about it, going west scares me at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of it, the Chargers are very explosive. They like You've got a quarterback in Herbert. You've got a guy in Keenan Allen that nobody's talking about that gets 20 targets a game. He had two horrific drops yep. in this game, which he never has. One right in the end zone. Yeah, one hit him right off the chest. I mean, it was just like, boom. Yeah, the right. one in the end zone. It's unreal. So, so yeah, I, I just think that those are interesting spots. And those are, to me, I don't like calling anything must win, but you'd hate to have a hiccup in a game like that. Yeah, you, you don't want to lose this game if you're the Ravens. I think they present a different set of challenges for the Chargers in that they will have a back-to-front loaded defense that – uh, Herbert can't gunsling around all the time. If, if balls get loose, if balls are overthrown, those are interception risks with, with the Ravens. And, um, you know, the 4.18 yards per play says it in spades in terms of, of what the Ravens are good at. There he is, Kim McCusick. Ken, tell folks in Baltimore why they need to be a part of film study. Uh, love to have you over there. And offensive line scoring is out this morning. Uh, go take a look. There you go. Ken, thanks a lot, my friend. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t